Hey, everybody. Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a bonus episode of Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today we are discussing Raise a Glass to Love, the latest movie in Hallmark's Fall Harvest series. If you are new to the podcast, we recap every Hallmark original movie so you can take a look back at our library of past recaps. We also do regular podcast episodes every Tuesday. Tuesday, and this week we discussed our fall wardrobes, the habits we're trying to break, the new things we're looking for, our feelings on clothes after a year of wearing sweatpants. So go ahead and give that a listen. But today we're discussing Raise a Glass to Love. And Wendy, what are the odds you have a synopsis? Ah, oh, crap. I don't have it. I don't have my computer with me. <laughs> Wait, I have a phone. You're sitting there scrolling. I thought that's what you were scrolling for. I mean, every week, every week I forget, you guys. Like, I, how many weeks we've we been doing I was this? even delaying. I was like vamping, killing time. Oh, hold on. Let me pull it up. Okay, here it is. Aspiring Master Samaye. <laughs> Can you do that? You want to say it? I don't know why you need to say it like that. <laughs> Oh, whatever. She's like a wine lady. She returns to her family's vineyard to study. <laughs> I can't. Can you read it? <laughs> I'm reading the IMDb review. <coughs> Raise a glass to love follows aspiring master sommelier Jenna, who returns to her family vineyard to study and is fascinated by the natural methods of the new winemaker, Marcello. <clears throat> Let's do news and notes. <sighs> and this was filmed in British Columbia. It's supposed to be Sonoma. It's not. Sonoma is located on the central coast of California. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Have you been to Sonoma? Mm-hmm. I've never been there before. I haven't been in many years, but yes, I've been once. Did you do wine tasting? No. No. Okay. It was like a, we went for dinner. We were in San Francisco visiting people and went for dinner. I jumped on the jet and flew over to <laughs> Sonoma for dinner and then flew back to San Fran. That's right. That's right. Fancy. So it stars Juan Pablo de Pace. I am probably saying that wrong. Is it Depache? I don't really know. Oh, I have no idea. I don't know either. He has quite an extensive filmography if you look at his IMDb. Not just Fuller House. But he is most notably recognizable as fernando from fuller house wendy has the dog full-on climbing into her lap <laughs> did he lick your mouth he licked my nose yeah <laughs> he's trying to get comfortable it's okay you can have that spot buddy normally we lock him out but there's too much happening in the house i'm sorry it's okay okay even my children walked in the room they're like is that fernando we'll talk a little bit more about him later i hated the character fernando on fuller house it was so over the top for it's me it's very over the top and i have to say that i appreciated his character so much on this because he has a real understated kind of vibe i agree yeah yeah his character i mean you know he's like the foil to kimmy gibbler so he had to be a little bit over the top well you know i have a real like uh bone to pick with kimmy gibbler character why because somebody told you you looked like her yes <laughs> i get real triggered she's a, first of all i don't think you do but i also think she's a pretty adult yes but we looked like sisters when we were teenagers okay yeah somebody was like is that kimmy gibbler i was like Shh. fuck off <laughs> she lives in orange county <laughs> it also stars laura osnes would you like to talk about the controversy that i want to hear her? it I, mean, I know you know more about it than i do so i was doing a little bit of research and laura osnes has made news lately because she has taken some anti-covid vaccine 
stances. And there was some question. She recently left a production. There was an article written that had said she had been asked to leave. She came out and said she left because COVID protocols changed requiring the vaccine. And so she was no longer able to stay on the production. There's some back and forth going around. Of course, some people support her decision and some people are saying, There are going to be consequences. Probably most famously, Javier Munoz, who you will know best from the cast of Hamilton, played Hamilton, wrote an open letter to her. It's on his Instagram and essentially said, look, I'm not here to shame you, but I will tell you that I stand behind the decisions of places like Broadway that's requiring vaccinations for all of its cast and crew, requiring vaccinations for those attending shows. He has a very personal story, both as someone who is immunocompromised and as someone who has had a lot of loss due to COVID in his life. And so I think that this is just something that people are going to have to live with. If you are choosing not to get vaccinated, I think the consequences are going to be farther reaching moving forward. And Mm -hmm. I think for someone, she's better known as a stage actress as opposed to a film actress. And I think those live venues are going to be harder and harder for her to work in for the time being. And you said she had won a Tony or was only nominated? She was twice nominated for a Tony. So it's so interesting that the guy that played Hamilton, I can't remember his name that you just said, that I'm not saying he would come for her, but that he wrote an open letter to her about it. And because she's not like a big star name in Broadway, is she? I think she's big-ish. And I don't think the community is that big. Okay. Interesting. Um, Very interesting. So. Oh, I'm guessing Hallmark only requires like a like a quarantine well maybe canada requires the i believe it's canada that requires the quarantine yeah i don't know what hallmark's covid protocols are on set i would imagine that there's testing requirements Mm -hmm. um everybody i know everybody i know the one person i know who works (laughs) on television and then the podcast that i listen to where they talk about it i know that there have been testing requirements on most film and television shows got it so i would imagine that she participated in that got it um also on this cast we have beverly elliott she plays peggy i believe she's aunt peggy i don't know she's the redhead okay well she was also in don't go breaking my heart which was the breakup boot camp movie but long time girls gone hallmark listeners will know this is a running theme she also had a long time recurring role in once upon a time i was gonna say it i yeah as soon as her face popped on screen i'm terrible at recalling where i know someone from but as soon as i she popped on screen i said i know her and so i had to go hunting for whom she was Interesting. I saw that this movie wrapped filming July 25th. That's kind of a long time ago for a Hallmark movie. I think, here's my thoughts. Yeah. This was going to go in the Summer Nights movie, movie lineup somewhere. And Uh they just pushed it to fall. I feel like, and we can talk about this later, this movie does not have a strong seasonal tie at all to any season. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes they do that and they leave it kind of open-ended and it can go one way or the other. Oh, so maybe they didn't have enough movies for the fall lineup and then they were like, well, let's just throw this guy in here. Yeah. Because the final Summer Nights movie, Journey of My Heart, mm-hmm. wasn't strongly summer other than she wears shorts in the movie. <laughs> So, you know, it's one of those, and we know that some of these movies come down to the wire. So I, 
make this speculation knowing absolutely nothing, but I suspect that perhaps some of these things, they just kind of don't strongly tie to one season or another and then use them where they need to. Yeah. I can imagine they have like a handful of non themed movies and then when they just plug them when they need to. Yeah. What was your first impression of this movie? Let me see. I wrote down not good. (laughs) I wrote pretty to look at, but not much substance. So boring. Like I can't even remember the middle part of this movie. I very forgettable. What did you like about this movie though? A few things. Okay. First of all, the scenery, Beautiful, gorgeous, beautiful part of British Columbia. I would love to visit there. Yeah, I like the winery scenes. Mm -hmm. I like seeing them apple picking. Although I was like, is that real? I do think that was a real apple orchard where they were. But it was, I agree. The scenery, yet again, best part of the movie. I know. They When they pull up to like her family house or whatever it is, I thought it looked like the bachelor house. I know it's not because I know The Bachelor is not filmed in British Columbia, Canada, but it's filmed here in Los Angeles. Right. But that style. It looks exactly like it. It's a beautiful home. I liked Juan Pablo. I enjoyed him. Like you said, his Fuller House character is way over the top. I just, you know, he's kind of got that scruffy look. He's kind of soft spoken. He's very nice to look at. I enjoyed his character. I just, I enjoyed him. I would be happy to see him return in another Hallmark movie. I didn't, I didn't hate him. I just didn't like this role. I didn't like this movie. So I want to see him in something different. And his, he has those like really cute natural curls in his hair, but they were always hanging down on his forehead and it drove me nuts. I wanted to like push them out of his face. Do you think Queen of Christmas, Candace Cameron Bure had a hand in him getting a role in a Hallmark (gasps) movie? I bet. He's like, Candace, yo, I need to work. Can you hook me up with somebody at Hallmark? Yeah. Yeah, maybe, right? Don't you think so? All right. I mean, we're going to see Kimmy Gibbler in a Christmas movie this this Well, and I haven't, we've, haven't we seen Jodie Sweetin in a... I love Jodie Sweetin. Do I follow, you? I follow her on Instagram. Do you? I think she's damn funny. She has a really funny podcast, too. Really? Uh-huh. And I would love to see her in a in a Hallmark movie. Yeah. I would love it. What did you wish for? Um, God, this should be such an easy one. I know. Okay, so I wished the first thing was less whining from the lead character, okay. the girl. Mm-hmm. I just thought, like, you know, she didn't pass the test and this and okay, I always and then I want to get a job as master som at her boyfriend's restaurant or whatever. I was just like, you're so whiny. Stop it. I wished for less wine sniffing and swirling. 100%. I So much, right? The whole movie. I understand she has this big goal of becoming a master som. And that is a big part of the movie. It was so much. It was so much swirling a lot and swirling. sniffing. And swirling. here's what I wonder. If you are a winemaker, do you have to do that with every single glass of wine you drink? <laughs> every single one you're going to drink. And maybe you do, but maybe we didn't need to see it in the movie. I don't know. I just maybe find it hard to believe that every single time these people sit down to dinner, they're sniffing and swirling their glass of wine. And if they are, fine. But it was just so much of this two-hour movie. I was tired of it. I agree. I was tired of it. I was like, please, no more with the sniffing. Like, 
Yeah. What did you say earlier? Smells like ocean breeze or some bullshit like that? At one like point, that. she does say it smells like the ocean breeze. Give me a break. It doesn't smell like the ocean breeze. So I thought this story overall was boring. And like BTW, I said, bef- what? Jody Sweeten has been in one, two, three, four, at least four Hallmark. Well, not in the last year that I've watched them. There's no way. Her most recent was 2019. Mm, maybe this year. So Anyway, sorry. It's all right. Like I said, I thought the whole middle part of this movie was so boring. And was there a spelling bee in this movie or am I confusing it with something else? The spelling bee is in taking the leap. But what is what is in this movie where Juan Pablo de Pace is up against something with a little girl? Bobbing for apples. Oh my God. <laughs> See you guys. I don't. Oh, oh, this makes so much more sense now because I was like, why does he look so wet? <laughs> God. Does this he is, look away from the screen for I was probably scrolling on my phone for <laughs> the 10 minutes that happened. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything else you wished for? I just wish that I cared more about these characters. I did not at all. I didn't care if she became a master psalm. I didn't care if he went to Australia. I don't care if they got together at the end. So we haven't discussed Aiden at all. I don't even know what Ooh. category to put him in. The boyfriend? Oh. Again, kind of problematic for me that she's flirting with somebody when she's together with somebody yeah i was thinking about that too we have two movies in a row where we have these relationships that currently exist while the other relationship is developing and while i did not like aiden at all i mean i felt like from the very beginning it was very clear that he was not on team jenna it just seemed so odd to me that we have this opening scene and She's like wants a job as a sommelier and he has a restaurant and like why was there never any discussion of her taking that job up until the moment that she finally like breaks down and he doesn't give it to her? I don't. And what is he the general manager of the restaurant? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't fully understand. He owns the restaurant. Okay, whatever. what she said. But I didn't like him. And he was kind of condescending to her. And is he a master song? Oh, he is. He is. But still, I mean. Okay. Okay. That's all I got. All right. I have a couple. Did you see that? Okay. One, Jenna is talking to somebody. I don't even remember who. But they're overlooking like the vineyard and she says something about fire season. Oh. And I was like, that's such a California thing. Yeah. Because fire season is a real thing here in California. Yeah. Uh, we are probably in it right now. Don't you Indeed. think so? Yeah. yeah. And Northern California is on fire. Yeah. And especially on the central coast, it's mm-hmm. very uh, likely mm-hmm. that that area burns this time of year. So it was funny that she mentioned fire season. I was like, yes, this is somebody from California who wrote this. So I have a did you see that I have a couple but none of them are directly related to scenes in the movie because I had a really hard time finding did you see that move moments in the movie. So one I have the question. Well. I would just like to address there's no fall in this movie like at all. I have that too at all. But I also did you know that they are launching a Hallmark Channel wine club. No. Is that why they did this movie? I don't know. And I didn't watch any of the commercials, so I don't know if they addressed it. But Hallmark has sold wines in the past. They have Jingle and Joy for Christmas. And then there's 
like love and bliss or there's two mm-hmm. kind of valentine themed wines and you can order them online on their website and i believe they're about 14 dollars a bottle which is pretty reasonable i think for yeah this kind of themed wine but they are launching a wine club and you can get a three six or twelve dollar subscription that is delivered quarterly and the wine options have names like autumn dreams and snow kiss oh boy i'm gonna order some report back i see (laughs) yeah so that could possibly have something to do with why this movie was made, but I know you can usually find those wines like at World Market. Oh, the Hallmark wines? Yeah, I think oh. so. I remember I can't remember if I saw it, it was the wines or it was something. Tea? Maybe? I've seen the teas. Okay, so maybe not the wine, but interesting. Yeah. So funny. Um I agree. I have a note here that there's no fall content in this movie. There's not a, a one fall decoration. Nothing. Yeah, we were hit over the head with it in last week's movie and now. But we're watch. I'm I'm mentally prepared for fall movies. Yeah, give me all the fall feels. Yeah. Right, this had none of it. My husband was like, "Was that festival a fall festival?" I mean, bobbing for apples, but it didn't have a fall festival feel. That may have been what it was called, but it wasn't like there were fake leaves on the ground, right. and it didn't didn't feel like a fall festival to me. There was also another part in this movie. When she did finally get hired at Aiden's restaurant as the master psalm. Just a sommelier. She's not a master Whatever. Psalm she yet. didn't have her title yet. She was just the sommelier. That. She was like, I'm going to wrap up and leave early. And I was like, you're on dinner service, lady. You can't like just be like, okay, I'm out of here. I got to leave. And then she's like, and then tomorrow I can't come in. And he was like, we need you. Yeah. We've hired you. You yeah. need to be here. And she's like how dare you put all this pressure on me when I had my test the big day? I was like, bitch, you took the job. I was like, you don't get to dictate your schedule now. Maybe you should have talked to somebody yeah. about that before accepting 100%, the position. A hundred percent. Get out. So in terms of becoming a master sommelier, first of all, Jennifer Huther plays herself in this movie. She's one of only 28 female master psalms in the world. But I have a couple sommelier comments one is i read a review on imdb and the review said the boyfriend of the female lead won't hire her because she isn't a master sommelier i googled it and there have only been 269 worldwide who have obtained it since the certification was created in 1969 so the statistical possibility of his hiring requirement is beyond ridiculous which agreed totally Also, there has been some controversy in the world of the Master Sommelier because in 2018, there was a cheating scandal at the test. Apparently, the... There was some information about the tasting portion of the test that was released. And so, uh, there were normally... The average is like seven people who pass. Mm -hmm. Um, The year before, it had been like 13. This year... It was in the 20s Mm. and all but one of them had their titles revoked because one person took a separate like he had done his tasting at a separate time. So he didn't have the information suspect. Yeah. And since then, nine of them have taken and passed 
but I don't know if the others tried. There's a lot of information. I didn't read all of the information, but if you Google sommelier cheating, what? there's a lot of information. And apparently it's a big freaking deal. I mean, make a movie about that. Yeah. And there is a, if you want more information, because this is such a wild world to me that I know nothing about. And as they're smelling wine, they're like, smells like plums, smells like slate, smells like, I'm like, what the heck are you talking about? There's a documentary called Somme. It's from 2012, S-O-M-M. And um, if you want more information about what that actually mm. is like, you can check that documentary out. I Actually, my very brief Googling before recording, I think there's maybe multiple seasons, but it is still out there. Well, full confession, I asked Megan before we started recording, I was like, so how do wines taste like certain things? Because don't they just come from grapes? Like, I have no idea. Yeah. How does it taste like plum and slate? Whatever. What the hell? Isn't slate like a mineral? Yeah. So I didn't know the answer to that. So we Googled it. And so basically, like the age of the grape can affect like sometimes grapes smell or taste like other fruits Mm -hmm. the acidity in the soil i think can affect how long something is fermented so when they say like oh it has notes of plum it's not that they're adding plum to it it's just that something about the way that grape was cultivated resulted in like plummy taste also if they're fermented in barrels sometimes there are flavors that the barrels can impart to the wines yeah oaky (laughs) and then they were saying like vanilla or smoky or i don't know anything about wine quite frankly nothing zero things can we wrap this up you want to tell me what you thought about this movie okay look i know you're thinking i'm going to give it a one i'm not what I i found this movie boring but I didn't hate it. It's a two. It's a two out of four stars for me. That's a 50%. That's not a great score, but it's not a journey of my life. Journey of my heart, whatever that (laughs) on the wings of love. It's, it's not that for me. This was a two star. It was a two. Yeah. I gave it a one. Sorry. Just was not into it whatsoever. Next Next week's movie is taking the reins with Nikki De La Roach. Nope, that's oh, not how you De say Loach. it. De Loach. <laughs> I wonder how often that happens to her. And Probably Corbin Burnson is also in it. And Scott Porter. And Scott Porter, you may know as Jason Street yeah. from Friday Night Lights. He was also in, we discussed this last week, Heart of Dixie. I'm kind of excited about this. I'm not. Zero percent excited because I don't see any fall things. Horses, not fall things. Oh, Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Nikki Deloach was in a movie during the Christmas season called A Cranberry Christmas, and she um, played a woman. She and her husband were kind of estranged and trying to figure out if they were going to officially end things. And I find it interesting that this, obviously she's divorced in this movie, but similar, similar storyline of like rekindling her past marriage is love because we all know that's what's going to happen oh by the way Juan Pablo we got an I love you at the end of this movie and I yelled at the TV screen I was like we know she goes back to the farm we know the timeline it's a month before the exam no I'm not on board with it you don't need to love her you don't need to love her yet all right guys that wraps up our thoughts on raise a glass to love we'll be it's taking the reins of love or just taking the reins (laughs) All these names, they're really getting mashed up in our brains, I think. Next week is taking the reins. No of love.
don't you feel like <laughs> the reins of love <laughs> on the wings of love okay Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the podcast. If you love Hallmark movie episodes from us, hey, let us know. Shoot us a quick email and let us know how you found us. Because we actually don't know. We know how many people are listening, but we don't know where they came from. And we also don't know if the same people who listen to Tuesday listen to Thursday. There's no way to know that, even though the numbers are roughly the same. So, guys, shoot us an email. Do you listen to Tuesday episodes? Do you listen to Thursday episodes? How did you find us? We would love to hear from you. We would love to know. Um, Until next week, guys, have a great week. Enjoy the movie this weekend, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.